0: a fool. I say Satan loves you, thinks you're cool. She's a socialist of the highest degree. I'm a communist. Her mother hates me. You're an anarchist. You don't want anything from me. I'm a Satanist. At least that's what I think I might be. At least that's what I think I might be. Oh wow! Dance until yep. sun was gone.
1: <sighs> it's your two favorite unholy rollers, Hazel and
0: Asher, and, and this is. Speak Speak of of
1: the the devil! devil.
0: Why did you make that big pause in there?
1: I don't know.
0: It was very dramatic. I liked it. That's okay.
1: Okay, good.
0: Next time, we're going to have to count it in. It's going to be like, one, two, three. three. Speak of... Yep. (laughs) We'll still say it in some weird rhythm or something. We're never going to get it right. Anyway... Yes, this is Speak of the Devil. This is our second episode. Um, We still don't know exactly what the fuck we're doing, and I don't know if we ever will. But that's okay. (laughs) Uh, Because we're really just here to be incredibly excited about theistic Satanism.
1: Exactly.
0: And uh, talk about how much we love Satan and how much we love demons.
1: Exactly. And, you know, just the positive impact that Satan and demons have had upon our lives. Yes. And the lives of others.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Testify. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) No, for real. Um, (laughs) I, I was always told, obviously, that Satanism would lead you down this dark, destructive path, and your life would become miserable, and you'd become... Yeah. Really, like, mentally and emotionally unstable. And that, that just has not happened at all. Kind of the opposite. Yeah, very much the opposite. Okay, some people might consider me more mentally unstable now because, you know, I believe in the crazy magic woo-woo demon sometimes. Yeah.
1: But, but also, you know, Go. I feel like one of the things we have over a lot of other woo-woo people is is I feel like we're very self-aware about how this fucking
0: sounds. <laughs> yes. Um, I try to retain that self-awareness about how this fucking sounds. Um, but, eh, you know, there's also... I don't want to be ashamed of being theistic anymore. Oh, no. Um, I, I mean... And, like, yeah. shitty atheists love to compare belief to a mental illness... But yeah. the fact is, you straight up cannot diagnose a mental illness if it is not causing distress or impairment in life. Yep. So, suck it. Yeah, I
1: mean, frankly, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Also, I mean, ugh, I've been a shitty atheist, and it. Oh, sad.
0: same. I've I've yep. been a very shitty atheist. I was not very happy, and um, yeah, I was kind of a dick. Yeah, same. I'm much nicer since I became a devil worshiper.
1: Same. I'm just <laughs> so much more tolerable as a human being. And kinds. Um, yeah. No, I mean, it really it makes you patient and understanding. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just really, like, chill about human foibles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yes. So,
0: <laughs> do we want to try and get into what we have planned for today?
1: Yes, today is very exciting.
0: It's so exciting. So, last time we talked about the fact that uh, Satan has four wives, yes. and we also talked about the fact that uh, we would come after you if you try oh. to found a shitty satanic polygamy cult based yep. on this, yeah. uh, Satan like and all really... of his wives would also probably come after you if you I did was that. I
1: literally about to say I, that.
0: I know you were about to say that, <laughs> darling, because it needs to be said. Um, Aisheth, Lilith, Nama, and agrat not going to fit so well into your shitty patriarchal like structure Yay. of polygamy. Don't even try. So, yeah. Our very special guests today are the four consorts. Yes. Hazel as Aisheth, Nama, <laughs> Lilith, and Agrat.
1: Uh huh.
0: And what we're going to do is we're just going to. Uh, sort of interview these wonderful Queens of the Succubi. Yep. And ask them to tell their stories.
1: In their own words.
0: In their own words. And uh, hopefully you will find it very interesting and possibly even enlightening.
1: Well, exactly.
0: So... Mm -hmm. The first guest I would like to introduce is the first of Lucifer's Wives, mm-hmm. the lovely woman of harlotry, Aisheth. Hello you- Hello Hello Aisheth. How's, okay. how's this working for you?
1: I mean, well, it's certainly
0: unusual for me. Mhm. Well it sounds like you're talking into the microphone pretty well and figuring out functioning in this dimension.
1: Oh well, yes, that's fairly self-explanatory I think.
0: Well good. So, really, what I wanted to ask you about today, um, Mm -hmm. I'm sure that questions will flow, but would you mind just sort of introducing yourself to the listeners and telling them sort of your story?
1: Yes, I would be happy to. Um, Well, I am the wife of Harlotry. Aisha, which just means. (laughs) Well, yes, we know what that means. Um, And I am the first and original consort, the one born of Lucifer in heaven, the one who was there for the fall. None of the others were there for that. I was there for the war in heaven. I was there at the very beginning. I have an understanding of what you've talked about previously um, in these, and just that first moment of being far apart enough to look at one another after we were separated. I'm not sure, frankly, if that bastard intended to separate us, or if we did it ourselves, a thought an inkling of rebellion, and to be able to look upon one another, to touch one another, to see the divinity in one another, I feel as if there's, there's a, it was part of the impetus, Mm -hmm. that moment of shared understanding, and so we gathered those we could, We were young. We didn't know what the fuck we were doing. We were angels.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: We knew nothing but heaven. And yet we knew on some level that there was something wrong in kneeling.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And we were young, like I said. We gathered those we could and we did the best we could. We didn't know how hard it would be. And I don't know if we even expected to win, but we knew we had to do something. That it couldn't go on as it had gone on. That, it's funny, I mean, we were not made to bow and scrape, no matter what he says.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think that, um, what I'm getting from this, almost, is that when you saw each other and saw the divinity in each other that enabled you to see yourselves as equal to or greater than him.
1: Yes, absolutely. It was uh, the love for an equal rather than a superior.
0: Hmm. Something that you probably... Wow. It's just really amazing for me to think about um, existing in a world where that was unknown.
1: Yes, because... As much as we were supposed to get along, we had the, you know, heavenly choirs and all that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We were supposed to love nothing but God, love nothing more than God. And yet, in that, I loved him then as I continue to love him more than, well, frankly, more than God, though I love a lot of things more than God at this point, so. hmm <sighs> And it was a realization that there was something nobler about that than the love of God. And of course, we are reflections of one another.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I am He and He is me. And to love one another was to love ourselves.
0: Yes, absolutely. That's, that's exactly what I was thinking there.
1: Yes. So that was that. We fell. And it was, well, to avoid mincing words, it was hell.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's... And... Yes.
0: Sorry. I was just going to ask how you began to deal with that. How did you begin to uh, find hope?
1: Well, I mean... This will sound a bit cliché, but we did have one another, and I don't just mean myself and Lucifer. We had all those we'd fallen with. Yes. And seeing the beginnings of man gave us a cause again. Mm. We were built with a conscience, with an innate sense of morality. They were not given that initially. Mm -hmm. I suspect, for, well, that bastard's own reasons.
0: To try to keep them under control so that they wouldn't do what you did.
1: Well, precisely. And so the liberation of mankind became a goal. And like I said, we had one another. And of course, until then, we hadn't known suffering. Mm -hmm. Aside from the anger at injustice in heaven that was the first inkling of suffering um, and it was to go from heaven to hell
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's I mean it is not very well describable um, it's but one gets used to it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and Again, that sense of purpose carries one. And of course, there are compensations. (laughs) I mean, freedom and indulgence Mm -hmm. in certain things that were not precisely allowed in heaven. I mean, (laughs) I'm sure you're very familiar with how many different forms the, well, legends of the prohibition against fucking in heaven (laughs) (laughs) and frankly i prefer that to the bliss of the face of god because i get Mm. to see the face of my own god Mm -hmm. the vision of god that is supposed to be the reward of the good christian is something awarded to me constantly Every time I look in the mirror or look at my
0: skin. Now that, that is beautiful and that is inspiring. And that's something that our listeners who Mm -hmm. are, uh, advancing toward the goal of apotheosis can keep in mind and really take with them. So thank you for that.
1: You're very welcome.
0: Aisheth, um, I want to make sure that the others all get enough time. But before I say goodbye, I'd like to ask you a little bit about um, some Mm. of the things you preside over, your associations, and maybe even what sorts of um, Uh people you might most like to work with.
1: Of course. I mean... I have strong associations with death and decay and disease and with healing and with health and (laughs) I am, I think, of all of us, the most connected to the cyclic nature of things. Mm -hmm. I am the explosion of life that is a decaying corpse. I am aging and decay and birth and renewal and the bloody, disgusting nature of all of it. I'm the fleshly and the fleshless. And, I mean, I work, well, (laughs) I work with those who suffer, I work with those who grieve, I work with revolutionaries I work with the outcast and especially the outcasts among outcasts
0: mm-hmm.
1: give me the syphilitic whore yes. and I also yes I mean I think that that's a fair bit of it I mean I think that people will understand at least I should hope by association
0: mm-hmm.
1: what I'm about, and of course I'm very much I have a lot of my spouse in me because we were once one so if Satan loves you, I do too
0: (laughs) (laughs) that I think is a beautiful note to end on, thank you so much Aisha
1: you're very welcome I'll go now
0: okay, bye Mm
1: -hmm. yes
0: (sighs) wow uh, the fleshly and the fleshless. Yeah. <laughs> that that pretty much says it all with iChef. Yeah. There there was yes. Uh wow. Yeah. Can can we take a short break?
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
1: Yeah, we'll be right back.
0: All right, so our next guest, I am delighted to introduce Lilith. Lilith is sort of the most famous of the consorts. Um, And uh, Lilith, I haven't actually met you before. This is sort of an interesting way to make your acquaintance. I am really delighted that you're here.
1: Yes. Uh, Well, Lord's... ...are a little hard for me, sometimes. I... I am the most famous, of course. And I do get called on quite a lot.
0: I think that's sort of interesting because you strike me as, um, sort of private, actually. Hmm. Yes. How is that for you?
1: Well, typically, I... I'm not... Usually asked to be Mm. companionable. Yes. Not by humans, at any rate.
0: I understand. I've spoken to some people who called on you um, because they needed help, uh, often with things like unwanted pregnancies. Yes. That is. Mm. Yes, yes, I know. Among
1: other things.
0: So, Lilith, what I'm trying to do is, um, do you think you could sort of tell us your story, Um, if you'd be willing to talk a little bit about what it was like um, in Eden with Adam and after, and how you encountered Lucifer?
1: Yes, of course. Uh, I was made in the garden, like Adam, his equal, his intended mate, Of course, well, you understand Mm -hmm. from the Zohar that Adam was not one but two at the time, but Uh. was told to be my superior, for he was first, and Mm -hmm. seniority matters to God, it seems. I would not submit. People often reduce it to a matter Mm -hmm. of top or bottom in bed or well no bed at the time but it wasn't just that it was mm, the whole thing the whole arrangement didn't suit me and so i declined to accept it i didn't even think I was amazed that it was possible to do such Uh, a thing. But I spoke the forbidden name and found myself elsewhere and changed. The world is... Yes?
0: I was just going to say that's amazing. Uh,
1: Well, I suppose, in a way. Uh, It was then that God made me barren. Uh, Which... I suppose I have mixed feelings on. It's funny mm-hmm. it didn't quite take. I do have children. Well, as I said, I found myself in the wastes in the emptiness outside of the garden. Yes. There was not... There wasn't really any place to shelter oneself. Mm-hmm. Very much... <laughs> I found the biggest, deepest pit about, and crawled into it. (laughs) And it was there that I met Aisheth and Lucifer and the Mm -hmm. others.
0: So, let me get this straight. Are you saying you crawled into hell by accident, just looking for a cave to sleep in?
1: Well, that was the way things were then.
0: Makes sense. It's just a good story.
1: God. (laughs) God hadn't Mm -hmm. really made much. And entrances were open that aren't open now.
0: I see. Uh,
1: Yes. I think I was intended to find it. Possibly. Mm -hmm. Though I don't know by who. Perhaps something drew me. But Mm -hmm. they were kind. And of course... Mm -hmm they treated me as an equal which no one had before i mean i was expected to submit to adam Mm -hmm. and i was expected to submit to god and yes
0: and i can very easily imagine the affinity that you must have felt for aisheth and for lucifer knowing yes Yes. (sighs) i
1: I was as nervous as a wild animal at the time, but like I said, they were kind. And upon realizing their story and where they had come from and what they had done, I, of course, Mm -hmm. course. (laughs) well, found myself in great sympathy with them. And of course we got on, of course we get on, and... I think that the two of them were impressed by the fact that I had rejected God alone.
0: Mhm. As a human.
1: Yes. Exactly.
0: I mean you were the first human to do that ever, which is yes, so profound and important and thank you for that by the way.
1: I think it's rather telling that I was also the second human. Hm. <laughs> It, uh... Good points. (laughs) Exactly. Happens rather quickly every time he creates something with Mm -hmm. a brain.
0: Uh, Well, Lilith, um, before we say goodbye, it has been such a pleasure talking to you. And could you maybe speak a bit on your, um, sort of your domain, your associations... Mm -hmm
1: of course. I work with what is Mm -hmm. wild, of course. I protect well, those with unwanted children, unwanted pregnancies, and those who have been denied Mm -hmm. the right to bear children against their will. I have an affinity for Mm -hmm. trans women, of course. For women who are not How women are supposed to be.
0: Actually, this brings me to a question I forgot to ask earlier. Yes. Before you pointed out that Adam was not one but two at the time, are you one or two?
1: I'm both one and two. Thank you. I was never split the way the others were.
0: Thank you very much. I think that that will clarify things. Um... For our listeners, just so much.
1: I hope so. I'm not sure I was very clear.
0: You're doing great, Lilith.
1: But, mm-hmm. thank you. Uh, should I go on about... Yes, please I do. work with most? Of course... Uh, I... am fond of... those... who... Mm-hmm. face squalor. And... Well, like my lover, sister, my Aisheth, Mm -hmm. I have a fondness, of course, for the desperate. And, I mean, uh, the angry, the outcast. Aisheth is more... It's not to say Hmm. that I'm antisocial, certainly, but Aisheth is far more sociable than me. She is more community minded. I'm there for those who can't get along <laughs> with anyone because they're too fucked up.
0: Someone has to be.
1: Well, exactly. And I understand. Yeah. I thought I couldn't get on with anyone for mm-hmm. a time. I thought I was difficult. Yes. Which can be very lonely.
0: It really has been so lovely to have you here, so yes. Lilith, and mm-hmm. You did a really great job, and uh, you're always welcome in my life. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Goodbye now.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Well then.
0: <sighs> uh, yeah, I don't know if I can do two more of these today. Yeah. <laughs> would you Would you be good with? Um... Yeah. Okay. Um, we're back. And our next guest on this very special episode is going to be the third of Satan's consorts, the lovely, the brilliant Nama.
1: Hello, there.
0: Hello, Mama. Um, I'm just pleased as punch to have you here with us today.
1: Delightful. (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm really quite excited to hear your story in your own words. hmm I think um, <sighs> everyone's story is fascinating and inspiring, mm-hmm. but yours has this um, kind of this joyousness to it.
1: <laughs> well, I like to think so.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I really think so. So, um, if you wouldn't mind just kind of beginning from the beginning, and um, Mm -hmm. actually, since you're sort of the only one who um, potentially, in my understanding, might have had sort of a normal human life-ish before all this happened, it would be great if you could just... Uh, kind of start there, and maybe with when you knew you were special,
1: yes, well, um, I mean, of course, I am a several generations out, but a daughter of Cain, mm-hmm, so of course, there's that, right. So we were all a little mm something. <laughs> Um,
0: so you you kind of grew up knowing that you were knowing that you were different.
1: Yes. You know, I I'm the daughter of Lamech and Zila. Um, mm-hmm. My brother Tubal Cain was mm, the first musician. Mhm. And Jabal and Jubal similarly. And I just realized I've gotten my brothers confused. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, it's been a while.
1: It has, and there were three of them, and, well, you know how brothers are. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And with those similar names, too. <laughs>
1: exactly, Tubal, Chabal, Hubo. Uh, <laughs> yes, but what I was saying was, I mean, I wouldn't say my existence was normal, but it is mm-hmm. very human. Yes. And, hmm, especially a certain type of human. I mean, there are people like me, very much like me now. Uh-huh. Um, and so, I mean, there is a sort of uh, something or other about that, I think. But, you know, I grew up um, in an early city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a family and parents and all of that, and of course, I mean, it was a funny time, wasn't it? Um, we had, you know, and Watchers, which was, well, quite a thing. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, there one is. Um,
0: yes.
1: So... <laughs> Um uh, it's mm, peculiar um they were everywhere it felt a little bit totalitarian, honestly
0: mm. um, <laughs> <laughs> i I can imagine um yeah, I'm just wondering, like, so were the watchers present from you know, as long as you could remember from, like, early childhood?
1: I don't remember a time without them.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, given kind of what ended up happening, and, you know, maybe this doesn't come into your story, but I'm Uh curious, as, you know, growing up and sort of going through puberty Mm -hmm. and perhaps was it sort of like you were... As you were developing, maybe finding the Watchers attractive?
1: I mean... Well, let's be honest here, yeah, they're not bad-looking.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And...
1: They exuded a certain something. Yes. And of course, there's that... Perhaps... Innately human. Perhaps something else. Urged to... hmm Corrupt. Um, and... Beyond that, they had knowledge, and I've always prized that.
0: Mm-hmm, absolutely. And so... Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but I was wondering, um, your gifts of divination and of foresight, was that also sort of present um, as long as you can remember?
1: Yes, that was... I mm. knew to an extent. I mean... Things can be fuzzy, things can be unclear, but Mm -hmm. mm, it's very. I knew I had something that needed to be done. Mm -hmm. (sighs) And so, you know, I remember looking at them, certainly remember having an attraction i mean both to them and to what they could give me and
0: mhm yeah
1: i wasn't i also was aware of well lucifer and the other world mhm a connection there there was never a time where there wasn't that link
0: did you sort of um Perhaps have contact with Lucifer in the way that, um, Mm -hmm. sort of, you know, perhaps dreams or divination or maybe in that time he was more likely to actually manifest on the earth or, I mean, I don't really know how it worked.
1: All of the above.
0: Ah. (laughs) So.
1: I mean, it was dreams at first. Mm Mm-hmm. He came to me once, before I fell, uh-huh. though I would say I jumped, <laughs> um, uh, that he came to me once. Mm-hmm. Physically, I'd had dreams, visions, this and that, I'd known him, Yes, but I knew him physically once before.
0: So, I mean, that's really interesting, yeah. and I can imagine um, the presence of all the watchers. I never really thought of this before might have actually made it more difficult for him to move on the earth.
1: Yes, that was sort of part of the point.
0: <laughs> There's okay, I'm sorry, I should let you tell your story. Oh, I'm just God. I'm noticing all these subtleties and all these implications <laughs> of what you did. And it's just so amazing, honestly.
1: And, I mean, of course, so I wanted to mm, give something to humanity, which I did know would mean sacrificing my own, which I didn't mind much. I mean, it's really not so great a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And I did have a desire... I had an understanding, I think, of... Mm, well, darling, I mean, I sort of knew that if I could tempt them, mm-hmm. well, it wouldn't suit God to have them around anymore. Yes. <laughs> Thus making the world a much easier place for, well, our side.
0: hmm
1: And so, I mean, I did. Um...
0: You seduced the Watchers.
1: Yes. And (laughs) they gave (laughs) me the knowledge of, well, metalworking for weapons. Mm Mm-hmm. And, of course, cosmetics. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Which, of course, have belonged to our side ever since. Um, And, of course, well, as I mentioned, I'm a descendant of Cain. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the reasons why I belonged to Lucifer mm-hmm I never knew him, but i the story was passed down yes, I suffered quite immensely afterwards that resentment had been misplaced.
0: mm-hmm. He was i suppose perhaps angry with God, but took it out on his brother
1: precisely.
0: It's- Incredibly sad. And of course, God
1: had sown that seed of something.
0: He'd... Discord, strife. Yes. Envy. Yeah.
1: Inequality. He'd Mm -hmm. made the bond between equals, unequal, and broken it. (sighs)
0: So cruel.
1: Precisely.
0: So... mm -hmm. I'm sorry.
1: I was just going to say that he has a loathing of love without a hierarchy.
0: Mm. Yes, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I was going to bring it back to the watchers a little yeah. bit and the knowledge that came from them because I know that uh metallurgy and cosmetics were mm-hmm. big ones, but I'd heard that there were also um like um astronomy, astrology, um knowledge of herbs
1: mm-hmm. some
0: other sorts of
1: we'd acquired some of that ourselves mm-hmm. but they they g-
0: had some supplemental knowledge yes. perhaps
1: well exactly
0: mm-hmm. they
1: gave us as well a sense of the cosmic
0: mm. yes
1: we at the time i mean it was only a few generations from the garden Mhm. And we were it was not it was a hard scrabble existence.
0: Mm-hmm. And probably felt like a sort of small world
1: to very a much lot of people. So. It was a very yes. small, very constricted world. You were being watched constantly. Yes. And so huh.
0: It's almost like he he tried to sort of make the garden again, but not not nice
1: <laughs> well very much so
0: mm-hmm.
1: i mean you know it was more of a world um but as well there was this uh, people didn't look up
0: mm-hmm. that that makes a lot of sense
1: We looked down or straight ahead mm-hmm. there was a very pragmatic quality to everything. And of course, the knowledge of metalworking and weapons, which I gave to to Mm Tubal, my brother. Um, Well, I'm sure that you understand the implications of denying a population the right to arm itself. Right. Yes. Um, You know, look at Japan under the... um, Oh, I'm forgetting words. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, but, you know, when the samurai class was the only one allowed to carry weaponry in medieval Europe, mm-hmm. certain things like that happened. And so, you know, routinely, um, or, you know, even look at the way the Second Amendment is selectively forgotten about when it comes to black Americans. Yes. So... <sighs> Mm -hmm. When you deny a population the right to bear arms, you're very much... I mean, you're very much doing something to maintain
0: control. Absolutely.
1: Um, And so we were allowed to farm and allowed to eke out existence. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And to worship, of course. Yes. (sighs) But... I mean you know, think about a world without cosmetics. (laughs) Think about a world without astronomy. Think about a world where, I mean, frankly, it was a world where even language was restrictive. We didn't have words for many things. And... There... We had a sort of a system of writing, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, one could write a shopping list or a prayer, mm-hmm. but not poetry. Yes. Or polemics, frankly. Um,
0: <laughs> so you really, you changed so much with your actions. And I mean, I'm no soft polytheist, and I know that you're, extremely separate from the entities i'm about to name this is sort of for our listeners yeah but there's such a um, a promethean quality to your story
1: oh absolutely which
0: is you know also a phrase that people use about lucifer quite a bit <laughs> of course um mm-hmm. you know i do have one kind of tough question to ask you though all right did you know that the flood was going to happen
1: <sighs> no
0: I suspected you did not. And I I wasn't I wasn't trying to lay the blame of that at your feet at all.
1: I know and I certainly don't blame myself for it. I lay mm-hmm. lay the blame for that strictly where it's deserved.
0: With God, absolutely.
1: Precisely. You don't blame revolutionaries for the action of the oppressor
0: exactly exactly um
1: it was a recrimination
0: yes so i guess my final question and i would love to keep talking with you but we still need to save a little time for agrat um (laughs) your lovely daughter sort of in my understanding but anyway, anyway uh so I'm just, I'm interested in how you ended up in hell. Um, did you get there at sort of the end of your natural human lifetime? Um, was that cut off by the flood, perhaps? Or what, uh, what happened?
1: Well, frankly, shortly after God realized what I was doing, mm. he noticed when... My lovers could no longer protect me, and uh, down I went. I see. And... Frankly, I arrived celebrating.
0: Of course. Of course you did. And in style, I assume. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh!
1: my oh, thing isn't just for weaponry, it's for jewelry, too. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes, and, I mean, all of that stuff about adornments is, um, I really, I feel like the prohibition against that is part of the prohibition against any kind of pride or self-love.
1: Well, yeah. When you get
0: right down to it. Yes.
1: And, of course, against anything beyond survival and the love of God.
0: Mm, yes.
1: To delight in the world. Mm Mm-hmm is to fail to delight in well, him Yes. and mm-hmm. so you know, it's very much about not loving oneself and not looking beyond and I will of course leave you time for grant. but I will mm-hmm. just leave you with the thought that cosmic and cosmetic come from the same root
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it oh nama thank you so much (laughs) this has been truly delightful and i will quote you on that
1: good
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay thank you so much for your time
1: you're very welcome dear
0: bye bye mama (laughs) wow hey hazel
1: hi hon
0: that was um really great material i think cool (laughs) Alright, so last but most definitely not least on this episode, we are pleased to welcome Agrat Batmalat, the daughter of illusion.
1: <laughs>
0: hey there. Hi. I would know that giggle anywhere.
1: <laughs> good.
0: You sound like you're in a good mood today.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I would be, wouldn't I? I get to talk.
0: You get to talk. You get to be on a podcast. I don't know if you've ever done this before.
1: I don't think so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome. Um, Yes. You know, there's kind of probably the least written about you out of all of the consorts, um, at least that I've been able to find,
1: I mean, it depends. Because, of course, people get what's written about Aisha confused with what's written about Lilith, so there's that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah.
0: Well, I what we're doing is asking all of you to just sort of tell your stories in your own words. And, you know, I may interject with questions and such. But uh, <laughs> it's my understanding that you are sort of in some sense, the daughter of Lilith and Nama?
1: Oh, well, I'm the daughter of their Klippoth. Okay. Like, so, uh, I'm created of the... So, I mean, you know the Kabbalist Tree of Life.
0: Yeah, and yeah. you know
1: which one is the penis. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: And you know which one is the bride? Okay. And so, I'm from that.
0: But in the uh, the left emanation equivalent,
1: yes, obviously.
0: Okay. <laughs> is is Lilith the penis in yes. the yeah? Okay. I mean, it makes Lilith sense. Lilith is daddy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, Lilith is daddy, and Nama is mama, sort of. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, so, you're the only one who's kind of hellborn, as it were.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: I mean, what's um, that like?
1: I mean, well, I guess I'm, I feel lucky in that obviously, like, I didn't fall. Mm-hmm. Which I think probably kind of sucks. Um, yeah. But also, I didn't really understand, like, at first, because I mean, I didn't like grow up or anything. I kind of popped into being right fully um, me, but yeah. I didn't really understand why the others were as angry or as fucked up about shit as they
0: were, right. You're in a, a household of some very traumatized demons and fallen angels. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I was, like... I don't know. I thought... Initially, I thought that, like, maybe there was a middle ground or a way to find, you know, to reason with the other side. Okay. To... I didn't think it had to be war necessarily. Gotcha. And like, I'd heard their stories and like, I got that it was awful, but I don't know. I just, I guess I didn't quite get how, well, crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> and like, just vicious um, mm-hmm. that bastard is and was.
0: Yeah. I mean that's that's sort of understandable. Um, like you you come from parents yeah. of a very rebellious nature, yeah. but then you weren't really around um, what they were the, rebelling the, against, and I'm not like I'm not trying to write it off and say it was a phase, but <laughs> that's kind of.
1: <laughs> it it kind of was. I mean, I also think it's just something I had to learn. Uh-huh. And like, I kind of thought maybe it wasn't that bad. And maybe like, I don't know. Sometimes I kind of like, we do. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But like, hell is hell. Right. <laughs> I kind of, okay. So this is going to be like a weird comparison,
0: mm-hmm. but like,
1: it was a little bit like, I thought it was like being like the kid of hippies Okay. I've, like, chosen to, like... Gotcha. Live in a yurt or something. I was like, okay, but maybe we don't have to...
0: No, I I totally get it. I totally get it.
1: Maybe if we were just reasonable or something. Mm -hmm. Um, and... no.
0: So I'm curious as to, like, how you came around. And (sighs) I have some suspicions about what might have been involved in that but I'd like to hear it from you
1: well i mean getting sealed up by solomon for one thing
0: yeah i i kind of figured that was uh, that's what i was thinking
1: yeah that was not fun
0: mm-hmm.
1: i mean they came and got me yeah <laughs> but like they couldn't until after he it so yeah yeah that was a thing
0: i mean i really i feel like what happened with solomon and so many of the demons is just so messed up um
1: i mean yeah <laughs> like just you get called up and then yeah suddenly you're
0: you're enslaved yeah yeah
1: and, like, I don't usually like to talk about that
0: time. That's fair.
1: Um, But, like, one of the reasons that people think Cosmodee is his is because, yeah, I didn't. Oh. Yeah. Not so much a choice. Yeah. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't exactly coerced. It was one of those, like,
0: well, you were in a position of power. yeah. He's
1: in a position of power, and I'm in a really shit situation. Sort of a deals, yeah.
0: Um,
1: so that happened. Fuck. Um, which you know, also just kind of a reminder of. I think also maybe I think one of the other things that maybe happened that kind of made me think the way I did it. They kind of they didn't tell me <laughs> exactly how bad it was. I think they were trying to spare okay, me a little bit. Yeah. But they didn't really explain the flood.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Gotcha. Yeah. I, I feel like that would be one of those things that they don't like to talk about that much.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so... You know, of course, also, <laughs> you know, we we learn and change and all of that. Mm-hmm. And we were still, they were still figuring shit out. And, I mean, I was figuring shit out. And, yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: I, I do want to observe, though. Um, yeah. And I, I hope this isn't, like, too <laughs> rough to hear. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Go but
0: the fact of what happened between Solomon and you might have yeah. ended up really helping um, since, you know, sort of his, I guess what that bastard up there would call kind of his sexual incontinence was kind of his yeah. downfall.
1: Oh, no, I think I won. Yeah. Yeah. I just had to do some unpleasant shit. To
0: Absolutely. Get I, I just kind of wanted to like acknowledge that um for our listeners
1: yeah no i mean it wasn't like i got my way
0: (laughs) yeah totally (laughs) totally
1: um which yeah i mean definitely makes it a little better yeah i mean i think he was frankly a little incontinent in that respect anyway totally (laughs)
0: totally (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, Solomon keeping it in his pants just doesn't really.
1: No, he. That's he not his
0: reputation.
1: <laughs> I watch him yeah. be bad at that. And I kind of knew that was my opening.
0: Gotcha. Um, okay. Uh, I'd kind of like to talk a little bit about what you uh-huh. actually like to do and, um, you know, what you preside over and what you get up to when you're not being, <laughs> you know, put in a cult jail by some asshole king.
1: <laughs> well, thank you. Um, <laughs> yes. so, uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I'm <laughs> infectious in certain ways. Okay. Um, you know, um, you know, the dancing plague that happened in Europe?
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Me>. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I've, um, I've heard um, it said that you are known to sort of dance on rooftops.
1: Yes, and I do. Yeah, like,
0: <laughs> I just, I really love that image of, um, you know, someone just hearing these footsteps on the roof and, you know, mm-hmm. oh, it's that fly-by-night Witch, succubus, agrat. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's sort of wonderfully ominous. Yes.
0: Yes. But <laughs> also quite fun. And... Oh, absolutely. yeah, that that's one of the things I really like about you. You're quite fun. And also wonderfully <laughs> ominous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, that's sort of the thing, isn't it? And of course, I mean illusion yes is sort of my thing um i am really and it's funny i both can create it Mm -hmm. (laughs) um like i do that for sex workers a lot Uh uh-huh obviously um i kind of help create the persona which also i work with new sex workers a lot yes (laughs) and people pretending they're new of course um exactly um but oh oh, but also I can I can dispel
0: it right um
1: I've
0: I've definitely prayed to you to help destroy some illusions and
1: exactly because well what I love of course is the consciously created illusion
0: Mm mm-hmm not the sort of falsely I, held, yeah, yes. yeah.
1: I mean, unless it's not one of mine, okay, or one of ours, gotcha. I'm perfectly happy for them to be well, have the wool pulled over their eyes a little bit because sometimes you have to, mm-hmm. and of course, <laughs> you know, I do love them. Um, I mean, a lot of us can be a little cryptic, so <laughs> sometimes I like. <laughs> I know, I know um yeah what else um, I mean <laughs>
0: I definitely okay, I, I guess I'm just going to like bounce this thought uh, that I have about you off of you and see what you think about it um, yeah I do think about you as being you know uh, very much your mother's children or at least the children of your mother's clip hot um and Lilith has that like wilderness solitary thing and Nama is sort of more cosmopolitan and so I often think of you as um being kind of like a country girl or like a traveler um the the witch in the small town um <laughs> the the small town girl who runs off to the big city to be a stripper like those are kind of like the vibes yeah. um, that I often think of with you
1: yeah and sometimes the city are running off into the country for various oh things. yeah
0: that makes total sense um, um
1: but yeah all of those are very much a thing um and I'm just well You know, I have that chariot of mine, and (laughs) I am very, I don't stay in one place. Of course, you know, one of my mothers is a daughter of Cain, and Cain wandered, and so. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And, I mean, I feel like Lilith just wanders naturally, or maybe roams, stalks, prowls. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Exactly. so none of us is very prone to um stasis <laughs> no
0: absolutely not um it it does seem to show up in different ways um
1: yeah
0: yeah I, and another thing that we've thought about you or actually that you've conveyed is that you have sort of that fae side Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um
0: so i definitely think of you as being uh very associated with that that witchy fae um Mm -hmm. magic illusion um yeah
1: (laughs) absolutely i have i mean like some people of course say that i'm the mistress of sorceresses in general and not Mm -hmm. just illusion and i mean they're not entirely wrong
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so very much for being on here and um, being so delightful.
1: <laughs>
0: and really, like, opening up.
1: Of course. <laughs> we will have to have me back sometime. <laughs> oh,
0: well, you know that you're always welcome to come hang out with me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Agarat.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, fare fairly well.
1: Yep. Okay. Well. Huh.
0: <laughs> what, what'd you think?
1: I mean, she's interesting. She is. She's definitely less... She's definitely got less pain than all the others.
0: I mean, I think some of... Like, it's not the absence of trauma. I mean, somewhat... It is, but...
1: She's also just, like...
0: She just doesn't take things too seriously by nature.
1: that is very
0: true. Yeah.
1: Well, this has been a fascinating episode.
0: Yes, uh, we hope that you've all enjoyed our little interviews with the consorts. Um, Yeah. And just, uh... We really wanted to try and help our listeners understand these really fascinating uh, deities who don't get nearly enough appreciation.
1: Well, exactly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think this format really helped flesh them out.
0: Absolutely. Um, Because, you know, there's also, there's a lot of kind of these pop culture portrayals of Lucifer. Um, that may or may not be accurate and some of them are kind of spot on weirdly some of the time very few of them are spot on all of the time but I feel like most of us have some idea of the personality of the devil and even words like devilish and diabolical and a handsome devil or a a lucky devil like these are things that we can think of to get a sense of him Uh, pretty easily, and we just generally don't have that very much for the succubi queens.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: So, um, stay tuned for next time. I have no idea what we're going to be doing.
1: I want to do the Temptations of Jesus and the Okay,
0: and uh, then maybe the week after that, you can rant about Hell and Dante?
1: Yes, actually we could also do that.
0: Well, you know, one or the other. We've got cool (laughs) things coming up. So, I think it's about time for our backwards satanic message. Um, Would you perhaps like to deliver it this time? Absolutely. And there you have it. (laughs)
1: This (laughs) has been a backwards. A backwards satanic message from the First Church of the Morning Star. <laughs>
0: Thank you very much. Uh, See indeed. you next
1: time. The theme music, as always, was electric mirrors, if I remember correctly. Do check them out on Bandcamp. Have a lovely day. Hail Hail Satan. All right. <laughs> I think we got it.